Hello and welcome. You're listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Allison. And today we are talking about how to track your cycle. Now there's been a lot of fear about maybe using apps and that information being handed over without your permission, who's using this information. And a lot of us are going back to regular old paper tracking. So I want to give you some ideas on solutions you can use, extra tools that might be available to you. The other thing is a lot of women, men, people have no idea how to track their cycles and what the numbers are and what to look for and what to do. So we're going to talk about that too. So let's just jump in. Number one, let's talk about what numbers you need to know. So I'm also doing this on video as well as my podcast. So if you want to jump into my group or go to my page, you can absolutely watch us do this live on video or just follow along. I have a basic calendar pulled up. And what we're going to say is if you have your period on July 1st, that is day one. So a lot of people have told me, oh no, that's day zero. There's, there's no such thing as day zero with your cycle. And you can assume that you get your period for however many days that you assume. And even that part isn't necessarily as important because you just need to know the day that your period is going to start about that time. Right. And also what to expect. So if you get your period on July 1st, that is day one of your cycle. And then the next thing you want to know is when you ovulate. So most people will ovulate around 14 days into their cycle. So on day 14, which would be July 14th, you're going to put a little circle there. Now, because our fertility window is actually open much larger than that. You can mark off days 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16 as the days where you are fertile. That is your open window. We're going to talk about why that may or may not be true here in a minute too. So hold on to your seats. And then what we'll expect is that your period will be around day 28. So you know yourself best. You might have a 26 day cycle. You might have a 35 day cycle. So you can just count down. So these are the basic numbers that we use, right? And from there, you can extrapolate to when your next periods will be throughout the rest of the year and have that math ready for you as well. So let's talk about are these numbers correct or not? So most people use the term like natural family planning, where you're either taking your temperature, you're tracking your cycles, doing all of these things to either achieve pregnancy or avoid pregnancy. So if you're trying to achieve pregnancy, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Any day is a good day for you, especially 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. This conversation more is more about avoiding pregnancy. So if you ovulate on day 14, um, I'm going to put a bigger sticker on this one. So we'll say on the video that I'm making here, day 14. Now you don't know if you ovulated necessarily on day 14. The only way to know what day you ovulate is to either take an ovulation test every month, which can get pricey, 
or you can take your temperature every morning using a basal thermometer or a fertility thermometer. I'll drop the link to my videos that I give my patients that has all of the information, everything you need to know and do to have this done correctly. In my practice, I use this for hormone tracking, um, not fertility or birth control, um, just to be clear. So you might actually ovulate on day 12, you might actually ovulate on day 18. So do not just assume that you ovulate on day 14, just because I'm sitting here saying on average, that's what most women do. You have to find out for you when you ovulate. Now, ovulation can change. So you might experience a stressful event and maybe say on day 12 or 13, something very serious, not even very serious, but you have a stressful event in your life, your brain will actually slow down your hormones and push ovulation back. So you might end up ovulating on day 19, which is going to push your period back a few more days as well. So when your period is late or it's behind or your cycle is just off that month is always usually because there was a stressful event that delayed ovulation. So this is why using natural family planning is wonderful, but also kind of risky with you're trying to avoid pregnancy. The next thing that you need to know is that you're, as a biological female who is ovulating, who needs to track their cycles, your, your fertility time is only a few days of the month, right? So about 24 hours before you release an egg, the day you release the egg, and about 24 hours afterwards, that's the only time that you have an egg that's available to get fertilized. However, sperm can live a very long time in your body. Now, medically, if you go from a, your, what, would, what would your ob guide tell you? They're going to tell you about three to four days. If you have sex, it's unprotected. Sperm can live inside your fallopian tubes, your um, uterus for three to four days. And that's why you can get pregnant way before you ovulate because everything's still there. Now, midwives will tell you it's somewhere uh, maybe five days that sperm can be viable within you and still get you pregnant when you ovulate. They're like waiting there for you. Now you can meet my children who were a lot longer than that. So I think about seven days before I ovulate, because we were using natural family planning. So the whole, you can have unprotected sex up until day 11 of your cycle is not necessarily true, depending on the health and viability of the partner's sperm. So just a fair warning heads up on that you do have to be very careful with unprotected sex. And then remember, your ovulation can jump around. You can actually ovulate twice in one month, depending on what's going on. Maybe you have PCOS, it's all over the place. So always use protection, always be aware of what's going on with your body. Okay. The best resource for this is Tony Weschler's book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility. She has a wonderful website with all of her resources, and you can even print or use her online tracking as well. So you're tracking by hand. You can track all of your symptoms. It's a wonderful thing to use. Um, Jane's Agenda, which I use for their 
calendars and everything else, they actually have a period tracker set that you can buy and track and track your whole cycle every single month. That's another option if you're looking for paper. There's so many different things that you can do to track your cycle on paper um, if you don't want to have it on your calendar or use an app or you're being conscious about how you're tracking these things. And the last thing I want to say with this as well is that this is something that we have to teach our daughters, our sons, our children, because they don't have these concepts. They don't have these terms. Not many people sit down and draw this out for them and show them this. I drew this out for my daughter and showed her. So she, one, is empowered to understand her cycle. She knows what to expect. She's mentally, physically prepared for what she's going through. And also as she gets older and as they're ready to start engaging in sexual activity, they're not going to be sitting there going, I don't know, can I get pregnant? They're going to know. They're going to be confident that they need to use protection. They need to be aware of how their bodies work. And you might think, oh, they learned this in school. It's just fine. But you know, they're not paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. I was too nervous and stressed out when these classes were going on in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, right? So we actually have to sit down. Is our job as parents to educate, support, and give our children the tools that they need to be able to have healthy bodies, healthy lives, healthy sex lives, um, when they're ready, please. Um, not encouraging anything too soon, too early. But also that when they're at school, they know when their period is coming and they're prepared and they have their pads or their tam- whatever they're using ready to go, that they're not caught oh, unawares. And then the last thing I want to say about tracking your period, your cycles, your symptoms, everything like that, is it is really, really helpful for putting a lot of pieces of the puzzles together. A lot of women I work with struggle with fluctuating weight gain, migraine, skin issues, gut issues. And when they first come to me, they're like, I have no idea why this is happening. And when we start tracking and start using this charting system, so you know when your period is, when you're ovulating, when PMS is hitting, they're able to go, oh, wow, I didn't realize this every third day of my period. This is when my migraines come on. Like they not always make those connections because they're not tracking. So tracking can really be helpful, especially if you have issues around ovulation, pain, migraines, um, weakness, fatigue, hair falling out, all of these things can be related to your cycle and then tracking and really diving into what's steady, what's not, what needs help, when are things happening can really pinpoint the why your symptoms are happening and what you need to do to support them. Okay. So if you have any questions, if you need any help, don't hesitate to reach out, join my Facebook groups, functional um, wellness community with Dr. Allison and ask in there. We'd be happy to support you. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Make sure to like, and subscribe. So you stay up to date with all of our podcasts and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to functional wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.